This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So ever since the pandemic, there's been this big push to do video conferencing, whether it's Zoom or Skype or whatever. Everybody thinks that, you know, we can lessen risk by keeping people apart, but then have all the benefits of them collaborating together in groups to solve problems at work by using video audio conferencing. So the video component would mimic being in person with people and the audio component as well, right? As opposed to just a telephone call or a conference, you know, conference telephone line, something like that. But there's no data previously that says that that actually works. Well, now there's data coming out of Carnegie Mellon and Santa Barbara, these collaborators from a business school and Santa Barbara researchers, showing that it's actually worse to use video conferencing for group collaboration. So let me walk you through what happened here. Uh, And it tells you something really important about not just the pandemic, but what we're gonna do afterwards. So they took groups of about 200 people and they split them into pairs. So you've got 100 pairs. And they took those pairs and split them into two groups. So 50 of the pairs were able to get on a a phone conversation basically. So like a Zoom chat without video. And the other 50 pairs uh, collaborated via a full audio video uh, conference call. And they were assigned certain tasks to solve. Now there is a thing called collective intelligence, which measures how well a group of humans can coordinate together to solve problems. Let's be quite clear. What separates humans from other animals that we understand, the reason we dominate the planet is not necessarily that we're the smartest. So dolphins are really smart. Certain primates have high intelligence. Freaking crows can use tools. It's that humans are able to collaborate flexibly in large groups that they don't know to solve problems. And we use language, both verbal and visual cues to do that. So this is a uniquely human thing that has allowed us to basically overrun the planet. And collective intelligence is how we get there. Now, in order to do, and by the way, this is very different than say a beehive's collective intelligence. Because you could say, well, oh, there are lots of social, even insects that behave very, as a group, quite intelligently. Yeah, the difference is they are not flexible. So a drone bee, a worker bee is a worker bee it can't suddenly decide to do a different project or you know, do a little bit of the work of the queen for a while. It turns out humans can do that. They can do it flexibly and they're not genetically related like the beehive. That's remarkable. Now, what, what the, the researchers did is they then took these two groups, the group that just had audio and the group that had audio visual, and they measured their performance on a series of like six tasks. 
that require collective intelligence. And what they found was that the group that had access to video did worse. Now, in order to understand why that might be, now, first of all, intuitively, does this feel right to you? People who've been on Zoom for the last year, do you hate video as much as I do? So in order to understand these results, you gotta understand a couple, little bit of terminology, okay? There are a couple ways that researchers think that humans develop collective intelligence. And the key piece of it is that they need to synchronize their communications. The way they do that is they synchronize their cues as to when they are supposed to speak. They do that partially through visual recognition like eye contact, different body language, nonverbal cues, right? Like when I say, if, if you see me lean into like, ah, uh, then I wanna say something, I wanna turn. And the way you wanna synchronize around requesting a turn to speak, yielding your turn to speak, and maintaining your turn to speak. So you can do it nonverbal like that, visual cues, or and or you can do it with audio cues. So changes in tone, changes in volume, how much you emphasize, do you kind of trail off and stop speaking and then combine it with a little visual cue? Those are all signs that you're yielding, right? And then you can you can hear other people like kind of butt in verbally, blah, 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 blah. Uh, you hear those kind of things, right? In a real life conversation. That's how we collaborate in person. Well, it turns out what the, and so, the, the verbal component of that is called prosodic communication, P-R-O-S-O-D-I-C, prosodic communication. And then the visual stuff is visual. So what the researchers determined, they think, the theory is when we have video in a video conference, you're, used, you're trying to rely on these visual cues like eye contact and so on. And in video conferencing, the cues are different we behave differently. We're looking at our own image. We're trying to constantly be on. The eye contact is a little bit off because you're looking at your camera. Everything's just a little bit off and you're not taking the whole picture. You're just getting this much or whatever the person's showing. So you're missing some body language stuff and it's low bandwidth, so it's a little creaky. And so people are able to dominate conversations using those visual cues in a way that wouldn't naturally happen in person. And so the visual aspect of it is actually detracting from prosodic synchronization. In other words, synchronization based on audio cues. The visual is dominating in a way that's counterproductive because in the people who are just having audio prosodic synchronization chats, they were able to share their speaking turns much more equally than the video group. And the suspicion is, and I, I think I agree with this, how many times have you had a video chat where you're just so like having to be on in terms of facial expressions, connecting, looking, staring, what's my eye contact, what do I look like, looking at your own image, then trying to listen and trying to decide when you're supposed to jump in. It's almost impossible to get it right. Whereas turn off the video, listen. You're there in a flow pocket with that other person, cueing only on their auditory, prosodic, synchrony cues. And then you share the conversations much more flowing, especially if there's no 
lag. The minute you introduce lag, all bets are off because you talk over each other. It becomes this whole, oh wait, no, you go. Oh no, you go. Oh, and you go. That is a poison for collaboration, a poison for free flow of communication and for prosodic synchronization that leads to collective intelligence. So with a good high bandwidth connection devoted just to audio, so you lose some of that delay, they did better. I buy it. I hate video conferencing, except to quickly see who you're talking to, to get a sense of there's something visual you need to do, like looking at slides, fine. Otherwise, especially if there's more than one person, it is a eye poke. And you it's less productive and it's so tiring because you have to be constantly trying to artificially recognize these cues. So here's the call to action. It's simple as this. If you're trying to get more efficient, start the Zoom call with video, say hi to everyone, then turn your damn video off and keep it off for the conversation. Put in some headphones so you can hear carefully or whatever it is and focus on that and you'll just be happier, more productive, less Zoom fatigue. It's like the old school telephone calls and that's why it has ramifications for telehealth. A lot of our patients, <clears throat> don't want the video aspect, except if they need it, they're showing a rash or they're introducing themselves to a doctor to make a relationship. Then you can go to audio only and it's probably more effective for a lot of stuff, okay? If you like this kind of show, become a supporter, zdogmd.com forward slash supporters, just share it. Leave your comments of what you think about video conferencing below and if you've had the opposite effect. Some people who are severe introverts do better on video. Uh, share the thing and we are out. Turn that video off, snitches. Peace. Hey, it's Dr. Z. Thanks for getting through the whole episode. That's a huge accomplishment. <laughs> and so at this point, I just got to ask you for a few favors because it just helps us so much if you leave a review on your favorite podcast platform and subscribe. It, it just really helps the algorithm to get this message out to others. The second thing is email me, hello at zdogmd.com. I get all these emails personally. I can't respond to them all, but I need to hear your voice because especially on podcast, we don't have a comment section. And I wanna hear how this episode affected you, what you'd like to hear in the future, what you think we got wrong, what we think we got right, anything, anything, or just say hi. So that's really powerful. And the third thing is, Financially, it helps us a lot to support the show in any way you can. And if you go to zdogmd.com forward slash supporters, you can join our supporter tribe on your favorite platform, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, wherever. What that will get you on those platforms is live shows with me that are exclusive for supporters and access to our Zoom meetings where we talk about awakening realization and we share with each other our own experience. It's a powerful group effect. It's a community, really. And we support and love each other and share, again, through our own experience, how we're waking up. So, and that that ripples out into systems, into transforming healthcare and education and government. So it st really starts with us. So join us there if you can. Again, zdogmd.com forward slash supporters. And I'm so grateful to have you with us.